Universal Pictures and DreamWorks Pictures present. <laughs> I'm not so sure this wedding is such a good idea. I don't like what I'm seeing from these fuckers. Robert De Niro, Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, and Barbara Streisand. Just make sure Moses doesn't go in there. <laughs> Moses! That's my toilet! Meet the Fockers. Going good so far, right? You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Got a Sequel Remix. This is episode 304. I'm Marquis Mike. 304. 304. About 100 movie reviews. Wow. I want to say we started about 204. I, do you ever kind of look back and think maybe we ought to just reset? complete a full reset do it now oh so the numbers are like just start new the numbers yeah but then like <laughs> you know uh it's never come up in social media or anything but you know i feel like when i post uh, on twitter i'm like hey here's here's a review for uh 22 jump street episode 301 Someone may look at it like, oh, they've done 300 episodes. This must be pretty legit. Yeah, it gives you a little legitimacy, that's for sure. Yeah. And, and I think, too, it's like we didn't want to let go of our nostalgic. I honestly didn't know how to... We were already on iTunes. I was like, so do we have to do like a new URL feed? Yeah, we probably so we'll just keep the to. name. Yeah. Truth be told, DBTG doesn't make much sense for a movie review. Doesn't. Uh, you really need that colon and after to really get the yeah. idea of what this is about. Uh, Twitter handle probably doesn't make much sense, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. It's a guide to sequels and remakes. It's a guide to sequels and remakes. That's what we, we are. We guide you, we take you by the hand, Yeah, and we, we lead you through the forest. Yeah. Is this good? Is it not? Should you watch it? Have you even heard of this? I don't know. <laughs> Do you even care? Is there one that... that is, maybe Papillon? That's probably the one where I was just like, oh, I didn't even know that happened. Papillon, or maybe like a, some like Cult of Chucky. Oh, yeah. Something that's Pretty, too, yeah. yeah. How, how deep did that go? And you realize, oh, they made eight of these? Yeah, like so we decided to go as deep as we could on that one. Yeah. That kind of thing. We'll, we'll probably get deeper, though. As, oh, as, as we get to 604, you're going to be like, yeah, I didn't realize that not only is this a sequel, but it's been remade three times. By the time we get to 604, we'll be doing another version of Papillon. Yeah. Starring, like... Zac Efron and Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll watch that. Yeah. It'll be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Well, while you're gearing up for Papillon 2029, what else have you been watching? Um, haven't been watching much. Yeah. I got a few, a couple things here. I would like to preface this that I've been doing a very extremely big home do-it-yourself project. Oh, I've seen the gram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have a gram. No, you don't have a gram. But it's been grammed. I've seen other people's grams. Um, I also, speaking of gram, I learned what uh, slide into you a DM means. Oh yeah, that's new to me. Yeah. Um, direct message. Someone slide slide into the DM. Message. So yeah. I learned what that means. I didn't yeah. know. What I need, I didn't need to know what it meant. It no. means still liter in. It just means nothing to me. Yeah. But I get. I if someone says slide into their DM, I yeah. know what it means. Anyway, so I'm working on a big D do yourself project, which is taking yeah. a ton of time. I'm building a gigantic shed in my yeah. backyard, and I don't have any idea what I'm doing. 
So it's kind of going slow. But is it to code? Yeah. It well. So there's sheds. Are there codes? So not really. So I'm building the biggest shed I possibly can without having to buy a permit, which would then entitle me needing to have a inspector, code right. inspector, come out and check it. So I believe I'm building it to proper building standards. Like it's gonna it's gonna stand up for a long time. Yeah. Um, and really, when it comes to a shed. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be fine. Are you running power out to that thing next year? Oh wow! Yeah, that'll be a job. I mean, I'm gonna either run power out. Yeah. Or I'm gonna set up a solar system out there. Oh, that'd be nice too. So solar would be cool. Yeah. But if I have solar, I don't really think I'll be able to like run like power tools. But then I'm thinking it's just a shed. I just want like some lights and maybe a radio. Uh. Um. But yeah, I'm planning on running some power some way or somehow next year. Yeah. But right now, I'm just trying to get a roof on top of it before it snows. Again. Yeah. Because we actually already had snow. Yeah. You got a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm prefacing that with why I don't have a lot on my list here. Oh. Um, so we've been watching some shows. Um, we're about halfway through the new season of Jack Ryan. Yeah, that um, dropped just Friday. Friday. So we, we hit some of that. We wound down on, uh, we finished up season three of Big Mouth. We are not quite caught up with always, the new season Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And I think we're an episode behind on the current season of The Good Place. Which currently are the only two shows that I'm watching in real time. Uh Somewhat in real time. As they come out. Um, Watched a couple documentaries though. Okay. Watched Free Solo again. Again, yeah. Second time for me. Still holds up. There's my heart was still beating hard. Um I I can't I can't believe how much I enjoyed that a second time actually. Uh so good. Um and then we we watched a documentary, it's an HBO slash um uh, Red Bull production called Any One of Us. Hmm. And any one of us is a documentary um, about getting spinal injuries. Um, it, it's a Red Bull branded thing because uh, the main athlete well, is a mountain biker. Uh-huh. But they interview a, a bunch of other people that aren't like pro athletes. They're just people. Like one one woman, she just had a tree fall on her. Yeah. And it's kind of like the title of the thing. It could be anyone, anytime. But th- what people go through with a spinal injury and paralysis and, and rehab, it's... Yeah, quite quite a documentary. I highly recommend it. Really good. Um, yeah, I'm not a crier. If I was a crier, I would have cried a couple times. Um, but I'm not a crier. Oh. Uh, what have you been watching? Bowed off me because I haven't cried. Everything. That's all right. Oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm totally, yeah. I, I, nothing, nothing wrong with a good cry for a moving piece of art. Yeah. Uh, that's what cinema is. That's what Martin Scorsese is trying to tell people. Damn right he is. Yeah. Fuck the Avengers. Fuck the Avengers. <laughs> Wait, that's what I've been saying for years, Mark. Nothing wrong. Look, he called them amusement parks. Nothing wrong with amusement parks. <laughs> People like amusement parks. Except for that's you. That's fine. You don't like oh, parks. I don't like... Yeah, you know what? I don't like amusement parks. <laughs> Some people do like amusement parks. Why do you get so defensive? <laughs> oh, our thing makes a billion dollars and everyone watches it and enjoys it. But this one old guy doesn't like it. So now i got to go trash Goodfellas? If your argument against Martin Scorsese is to trash Goodfellas, 
just you stop. lose. Just stop. You automatically lose. Yeah. I'm. You know, just for that, I'm gonna watch the Irishman twice when he comes out. <laughs> I'm gonna spend eight hours watching the Irishman. <laughs> uh, look forward to that. Uh, I saw some movies. Uh, watched some stuff at home. Did not get out to the theater. You recently just got the Regal movie pass. Yeah. Are you a little disappointed by the selection we're getting? The fact that uh, we're missing Lighthouse I, and yeah, I Jojo Rabbit. And, yeah, I haven't been able to go see Lighthouse. Yeah. Now, that being said, I'm not sure what I had time yet. Right. But yeah. You're why, raising a bar. Why can't I see Lighthouse? Why can't I see Parasite? Parasites. Yeah. Um, jo- yeah, Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Why can't I see that? Am I going to be see to see a new Noah Baumbach movie? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, do you want to see Dark, Dark, Terminator Dark Fate? No, I do not. <laughs> Nor does anyone else want to see it. Right. So why don't you just take it out of the theater? Take it out. Maybe only play it in one screen. Play it in one screen? Yeah. Let's, let's get a little something else in there. Yeah. Uh, so I did not go out to the theater. Read in some movies at home. I watched Stuber. Uh, it's an action comedy starring Kumail Nanjiani and Dave Bautista. Yeah, came yeah. out this year. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> but let me say this. There are... It's an action comedy, which... I, I think is an under uh, appreciated genre in this day and age. Yeah, I agree. Our action comedies are adventure movies. Now. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, there are th- two or three action comedy sequences that are the funniest things I've seen in action comedy. Se- like the the movie itself isn't good, but there is some action comedy that happens that I was bent over laughing because it was so funny. Uh, but. As far as the whole movie goes, it's not, it's not great. Um, his name's Stu, and he drives an Uber. That's Stuber. Stuber. Uh, watched uh, Midsummer. Mids- oh, Midsummer. Got you got weird. Uh, that is a weird movie. You're feeling weird. So I don't know. Weird. I can't tell you. I probably like Hereditary. Hereditary. It's uh, Ari Aster who did Hereditary. Okay. Uh, as far as like a pure scary movie, like I think both these movies are considered horror movies. Hereditary, it's more traditional of a horror movie. I can watch it and I'm like, yep, this is scary. I get it. I understand why this is scary. Midsummer, it's a freaky trip. Okay. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. It's good, though, but I can't tell you why it's good. It's just, it's, it's enthralling. You just, you get sucked into this, this thing. And it's two hours long, and the whole time it's like, what is going on here? See, I think that's how to make a trippy movie. I think that's like my wheelhouse kind of movie yeah. for that horror genre because I like that kind of weird just mystery shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, Midsummer. I, I enjoyed uh, mid Midsummer. 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 However you say it, I liked it. Midsummer. Uh, Halloween night. I'm back to back. Halloween and Halloween. 1978, 19, 2018. Woo! Both good. Halloween 1, one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Halloween 2018, I think it's a really solid sequel. And I think they work good back to back. Cool. Um, so that's the, the one with Jamie Lee Curtis? Yeah, both okay. of Jamie. Yeah, so 2018, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, it forgets all the other movies. Right. So it takes place right, not right after, it's 40 years later, but story-wise, all you need to know is Halloween and then this one. And so they work well together. Not as well as maybe Halloween, Halloween 2, which is, that picks up right where we left off, but, uh... So it... Good back-to-backers. This is saying that Halloween 2 didn't happen? Halloween 2 does not happen. Really? Yeah. They get rid of, um, some of the lore that comes out of Halloween 2. Okay. Um... Did we, we... Did we like Halloween 2? I thought we liked we did Halloween like, 2. Yeah, we did. Um... 
I think from a storytelling point, it just gets rid of the fact that... And we did Halloween 2 on this show, so you can go back and find yeah. it on the archives. Uh, I think they just get rid of the fact that Michael Myers was blown up and set on fire. And they're like, okay, that, oh, didn't, okay. that didn't happen. Uh, okay. okay. At the end of Halloween 1, he is shot, he gets caught, he is in a prison of some sort. 40 years later, go by. And then maybe he gets Maybe he doesn't get out. I don't want to spoil it. Maybe the movie is just... Uh, it's uh, like... Um, that HBO miniseries with uh, about uh, that kid who gets convicted for murder uh, on trial for murder. Mm. What was that? What was that show called? Uh, one night or what? last last night. Something or... in the night with John Turturro. Yeah, maybe it's like that. I don't know. Michael Myers ends up uh, getting uh, mixed in with some some drug runners in prison. Gets addicted to crack. I don't know. Whew. I can't wait. I can't John, wait till I watch that. John Turturro has to defend him in trial. The uh, original Halloween is so. It's mess really. Good. It's and watching it again. I was like, yeah, this is good. I like this. Uh, we were talking before. I had I had some little people at my house, uh, eight year old and three year old. So we had to watch some appropriate movies for them. Young adults. Young young adults. <laughs> uh, we watched The Goonies. Oh yeah, that holds up. Oh yeah. I think a while ago I brought up. We, we had a discussion. I said I don't know if movies from my childhood still hold up, and maybe I don't need to. Go back and rewatch them. Something like The Goonies. But then I rewatched it, and it's still good. Yeah. I enjoy The Goonies. I watch The Goonies once a year, at yeah. least. Oh. Never gets old. Yeah. Um, I, I might have to start throwing that in. And uh, eight-year-olds and three-year-olds, they're into it, too. Good. Yeah. Good to hear the new generation digs The Goonies. It, it, it's, it's treasure. It's adventure. It, it's you know pirate ships. and Yeah. Uh, I watched The Princess and the Frog. It's a Disney movie. It's 20, 2009. It is kind of old school animation. You know, it's a cartoon. It looks like The Lion King mm-hmm. or anything. Uh, the songs are good. I've never seen it. Uh, it's enjoyable. It's I, fine. I know the of it. The songs are good. Yeah, I know of it. It takes um, place in New Orleans. So, you know, a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of that. Yeah. Uh, also in 2009, we watched a movie that night. We, called, we watched Paranorman. They wanted to watch something kind of scary. Hmm. Uh, Paranorman is like legit. I've seen it before. It's a legit good movie. Is it? Not just and the children are super into it. It's a nice introduction to scary movies because it is about zombies, but it's still a kids movie, so it's funny and uh, you know, uh, maybe zombies aren't eating people's brains and everything, but uh, there's some zombies. There's a horror element. Uh, it, it I don't know what studio it is, but they do uh, Coraline and yeah. uh, that type of animation, yeah. so it looks very cool. It looks different than. Uh, you know, uh, the Pixar movies, but uh, it's really good. I yeah. would recommend Paranorman. That is one of those movies I remember seeing the previews uh-huh. and be like, yeah, you know what? That's an animated movie, but I'm going to go see that mm-hmm. one. And then I never did. There's, you know, and it's one of, you know, I, all of them have it. Moana had it when I seen Moana before. A lot of jokes for the adults uh, that are going over the kids' heads, but then the kids are really into the story and yeah, a lot of funny. You know, fart jokes or something mm-hmm. for for the kids, and then uh, some zombies and everything, and yeah, looks good. So yeah, that's what I watched. Um, that's a good spread. That, yeah, that was, was a nice. You know, we just finished up Halloween, so I tried to get a lot of horror movies in, but uh, yeah. I had some kids. I had to watch a lot of kid movies. Um, television, right? I had not dipped into the new Jack Ryan. Uh, we've watched two episodes of Castle Rock. I'm intrigued. 
And, oh, I, I started uh, Stumptown on ABC. Oh! I like it. It's, it's hot. Fun. It's a hot show it's right fun. now. It's very, um, it's it's network drama, so it's very episodic, which I like. I can get through a mystery, and sometimes it'll be, it'll carry over to the next episode. Maybe two episodes. But it's it's got some good Terrier vibes. It's about a private Ooh, investigator in love Terriers. Yeah, has, has some strong... Donald Logue's in the show. I kind of hear that's kind of why. I kind of hear it's got a little Jessica Jones ish kind of like attitude. You know, because so it stars Colby Smolders, uh, and yeah, she's a private investigator. She her past because it's kind of it's kind of comedic, but it's also a detective show. And then there's some serious drama. You know, they they give her character depth. Um, yeah, I've enjoyed it. And on a show on TV right yeah, now. Very episodic. He's throwing an episode, have it on, things wrap up, and I was like, yeah, I enjoyed that. I will keep watching this. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. That show's making waves. Yeah. Make your waves. Enjoyed Stumptown. Had had to look up why Portland's called Stumptown. Apparently, they cut the trees, left the stumps, then built the city around it. It's based in Portland, Oregon? Based in Portland, Oregon. I'm even more intrigued now. Yeah. Pacific Northwest never gets its due Which, in, in uh, TV and in cinema. Why? Well, Unless it's Twin Peaks. Yeah, she was like, oh, Stumptown. Oh, it's in Portland? I was like, oh, how'd you know that? She's like, well, there's Stumptown Brewery. I was like, did not know that, oh. but good to, good to know. Good to know. Yeah. I didn't know that's, I didn't know Portland was called Stumptown. A lot of nicknames. Because I was like, are they called Stumptown? I thought they were Rip City. Yeah, that's a nickname too. Isn't Rip City just like involving a certain player for the Portland Oregon for the Portland Trailblazers or something? Uh, it's when I googled it, it said Portland goes by many nicknames: Stumptown, Rip City, PDX. Uh, I was like, yeah, all right. I guess we're all right. Okay. Yeah. What player was Rip, Rip Hamilton? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just know my friends, these guys I know that are really into like. The NBA. Yeah. And the Portland Trailblazers in particular. I was like, Rip City, baby. And I'm like, oh, it must be like, like, you know, Mariners fans have like Soto Mojo. Soto And stuff like that. I'm like, oh, it must be like, Maybe Rip City does refer to like uh, the area. Because I've heard Rip City for like many years. I don't know if there'd be one player that like is still there if it's referring to one guy. Yeah. Maybe it's an old guy. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I can look it up. While we get ready to you talk could. about our next movie. If you want it. Let's see. I, I'm curious. Uh, Rip City. It auto-corrected to uh, Rip Forearms. Let's oh, see. Yeah, I know how to get those. You buy that, that forearm workout thing at Big Five. Yeah. You do that over and over. Let's see. Uh, oh, maybe I should put Y. Because now it's just giving me the uh, Trailblazers uh, schedule. Uh... Okay, let's see. The nickname Rip City is usually used in the context of the city's NBA team. The term was coined by p- team's play-by-play announcer Bill Schloney during a game against the Los Angeles Lakers on February 18, 1971. Uh, it was the Blazers' first season. Excited, he exclaimed, Rip City. And then it's dot, 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 and then I have to click into the Wikipedia to, to read more. So, yeah. Back in 1971, some guy shouted it and became popular. That's a really, that's all you need. And it's stuck. You need a lot of eyes and ears on you, and if you say something cool enough, people will catch on. I bet that guy had a sweet tone. Yeah. Sweet, oh, sweet tone. Yeah. 
Because if, yeah, if, Rip it, City. if it was like Gilbert Godfrey doing play-by-play, and he's like, ah, Rip City! <laughs> like, that's stupid. That's the dumbest thing I ever heard. Everybody knows this is Stumptown. But yeah. NBA announcers? Which I do think are the coolest announcers. This is when I see the highlights. I'm like, oh, these guys are cool. Yeah, they're pretty good. I think it's because they, they get to do a lot of the action. Mm-hmm. Baseball's very, you know, you, you call the pitch, you call what happens, football, a lot of filler. Uh, you know, basketball, you got to call a lot of stuff. So, so, yeah. So when you hear the, the radio, you know, recap, and it's just, you know, a lot of passes, dribbles, up the front, you know, and then you got to say something rim. Cool. Rip City! Rip City, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm that bla- voodoo call. That I'm, one. I'm a Blazers fan now. You know what? Uh, years ago, we picked NBA teams to back. I picked, I picked the Golden State Warriors. You're welcome. I think I went Wolves. I might, I might have to switch it up now. I, I've given many championships to the Golden State Warriors. I think now, you know, yeah. Dynasty's coming sure. to an end. Sure the love. I, I heard um, no one plays there anymore. Steph Curry just broke his hand. Oh, shit. It's time to move on. It's over, yeah. yeah. Time for you to pick a new city. Rip City. Rip City it is. Dame Lillard. Other people who play there, I'm sure. And a bunch of stumps. And a bunch of stumps. We're doing it. Rip City. <laughs> so I just keep yelling it. Rip City. Uh, we watched other movies. I, I, you can't transition out of Rip no, City. There's, there's no segue from Rip City. If we were watching a Jack the Ripper remake, maybe. But no, we're not. Yeah, we maybe. watched. Or a Rip Torn film, perhaps. R.I.P. Yeah. Rip Torn died? Pretty recently. Oh. I think within the last three weeks, I'm going to say. Oh, wow. Yeah. No idea. R.I.P. Rip Torn. What did he do? He was in the he Men was in, in Black, movies. right? Yeah. Men in Black. No, no, that's... Uh, oh, yeah, that, that's Rip Yeah, Rip Torn yeah. was in Men in Black. Uh, he did oh, he was an actor, yes. Uh, Rip Torn died. Uh, Rip Taylor also died a month ago. Both Rips? Yeah, so it's very confusing. Rip Taylor died October 6, 2019... Uh, Rip Torn died July 9th, 2019. So, uh, both this year. So, so they'll be like, in the Academy Award thing. Is Rip Taylor getting in? in, more, in more he more was the one I was wondering, what does he Rip do? Taylor? He was a comedian? Yeah, he'll be in. Yeah. I bet he'll be in. Was I, he a stand-up? I bet he was in SAG. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he just did weird comedy. I know he was bits. in movies, but he was always playing himself. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm you know Rip Taylor. And then he would throw confetti. Yeah, maybe he is just that. Maybe yeah. it's just himself with his like weird haircuts and clothes and shit. But yeah, we lost both. Uh, we we lost both uh, both rips um, this year. Wow. So all yeah. we have left is the city. All we got, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can't transition out of Rip City. That's what I'm saying. You can't do it. It's impossible. Uh, we watched. I'm trying to get my years here. Where where are they? Two thousand. In 2001? Is it really 2000? No, 2004. Let's see. I'm pretty sure. That's box office. Oh, you know what? I organized this in a different different way. There we go. We watched 2004's sequel to 2000's Meet the Parents. We watched Meet the Fockers. Uh, Meet the Fockers stars Ben Stiller, Robert De Niro uh, as... Uh, 
new boyfriend going to meet uh, his girlfriend's parents for the first time. And uh, Robert De Niro plays uh, plays a very uh, stern and intimidating father. And uh, things like things go wrong. Uh, did you rewatch Meet the Parents in, in preparation for this movie? I did. Yeah, what was your thoughts on Meet the Parents? I thought it held up extremely well for a 20-year-old comedy. It does Meet the Parents... I feel like Fockers have took over too much of the reputation of Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents is one of the great comedies of the 2000s. I was laughing so hard throughout the whole thing. And it'd probably been... Oh, it'd probably been since like... 04, 05 since I've seen yeah. Meet the Parents. And I was, it was, I was laughing my sack off. Yeah, a lot of funny from it. De Niro, he's coming right off to analyze that. He's a comedian now. Yeah. He's about to uh, be, be this... Um, Go on to do a grudge match eventually. You know, he's like, <laughs> I got my comedy chops. But, you know, I think this is really where it kicks off for him. Directed by Jay Roach, uh, who did the Austin Powers. He's coming off Austin Powers movies. And it just it just works. It does. Um, and you know, I say it a lot, but they don't make comedies like that anymore. No. It's, yeah. been, it's, been, a, it's been a minute. Avengers are the new comedies. Yes. We laugh are. at those jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, just a movie. Like, in theaters... I would be complaining if Meet the Parents came out and it was like, oh, it's a movie about uh, you know, a boyfriend going to go meet her parents. I was like, all right, wh- when's it come out? I was like, well, it's, it's limited release. Eventually <laughs> roll out. But if you want to see Dar- Terminator Dark Fate, you can. You can see it. You can see that. Once an hour, every hour. If they wanted it in theaters, it would have to start star Zac Efron meeting The Rock. Yeah. Like The Rock yeah, would the be Rock the dad. Yeah, The Rock the dad, yeah. We'll get into that. If when this should be remade, but it's not a bad cast. <laughs> uh, Box Office Mojo recently changed their website. Uh, they they've been purchased by IMDb or Amazon, who owns IMDb. Okay. So now it is Box Office Mojo presented by IMDb Pro. Oh. Uh, you gotta have a subscription now. You gotta have a subscription. Damn it! Which means no more do we get the weekly. Uh, when did this movie? How did this movie do opening week? I got, I, I got. Uh, how much did it cost to make? How much did it earn? This movie? It was a hit though. Fifty-five million dollar budget. Uh, worldwide grossed three hundred and thirty million dollars. People liked. So Stiller. so much money. You know what? Probably opened number one. I bet. I don't know what it went up against. Doesn't even tell me what day it came out. Oh, October sixth. Oh yeah, that thing. This dominated the October yeah. release. Oh yeah. Uh, so, fast forward four years, we get a sequel. Uh, we get the entire cast returned. This time, Greg, uh, Ben Stiller's character, is now, uh, they are planning the wedding to Robert De Niro's daughter, Pam, and now the parents have to meet. So, Robert De Niro has to go meet Dustin Hoffman and Barbara Streisand, Greg's parents, who are eccentric weirdos, and more what could go wrong goes wrong. Was this your first time watching Meet the Fockers? No. No. You? I have a very fond memory of watching Meet the Fockers. This, I believe, is the only movie in the history of movies I have walked out of. Really? And it's not necessarily because it's a bad movie. Uh, It's not a great movie. I'll get into it. But, (laughs) so this comes out 2004. And I think this is one of those things where it's one of those, I'm in high school or college... And it was one of those, what do you want to do? Let's go see a movie. But, you know, when you're when you're 18, you got options. So it was just one of those things like, well, let's go do something else. 
about an hour into the movie, my buddy's leaning there. I was like, yeah, let's go do something else. He's like, like, yeah, you cool with that? I was like, yeah, I'm cool with that. So we just left. And then we did something else. Okay. But that's the only time in in cinema. Now I'm much more serious about going to the theater. Uh, Well, it's expensive. I I have the subscription just to go. Yeah. Uh, But back then, it was probably like six, seven bucks. To go, you go. Five fifty with your student ID. Yeah, yeah. Pro- probably with the yeah. student ID. Got some popcorn, and yeah, for an hour, it's like, all right, we can go. Yeah. Um, so I, I never knew how this movie ended. <laughs> I also wasn't sure if I walked out of Meet the Fockers or the Fokker Babies or whatever the third one's called. Okay. I didn't know there uh, was a third one. There until is a third one. I went to watch Meet the Fockers yeah. yesterday, and then I, because I just told my Amazon, I said, Fockers. And then it had this, and then Little Fockers. And Little Fockers. Like, Holy shit, the there's one. a third one? Yeah. But then I looked at the dates. Fockers, uh, Little Fockers comes out in 2010. I was like, oh, now that, that would have been way too... Because that's post-college. I wouldn't have walked out of the movie back then. So then I looked at the date. 2004, that lines right up with, uh, you know, a little rebellious. Yeah? Didn't play by the rules. Yeah. Oh, your runtime's two hours? I'm going to leave after an hour. <laughs> that's what I want to do. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm out of soda. Yeah. I go to the mall, pick up some chicks. Exactly. I didn't buy the large free refill. I got the small. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna go. What's the soda's done? Uh, let's start with let's start, let's let's go positives. What, what were the what were the good takeaways from Meet the Fockers? Uh, heavyweight cast. This is a great cast, and no no one's bad. No one's phoning it in. No, we get that sometimes. There's like, oh, there's a lot of good people, but man, there's like. Dustin Hoffman's great in this. Barbara Streisand is just good in this. De Niro's still doing his mm-hmm. thing. Found his comedy lane. He's doing it. Ben Stiller, yeah, Ben Stiller's good in this. Yep. Mike uh, Danner has a little bit more to do in this movie than the second one. She, she's more involved, yeah. Yeah, and I think another positive for this movie, mm-hmm. maybe not something that's better than the first, is they. I feel like they elegantly revisit jokes from the first, uh, but don't like... Just redo the joke. Yeah. It is kind of allude to some stuff. Oh, kind of like the, um, I don't know if this is exactly your thing, but, uh, you know, the, the first one of the famous scenes, popular scenes is uh, Greg saying that he can milk a cat. Yes. And even nipples. And then, yeah, they don't replay that, but then Robert De Niro literally has a press. Yeah. And he, like, there's really no reference, but it's, you can draw a line to this. Yeah, exactly. or, or they're at dinner, and, yeah. and, and they he, like, Jack finds out that Greg is an only child. Yeah. But during the cat milking story scene in the first one, he said he had a sister. Yeah. He milked his sister's cat. Yeah. And so Jack's like, I thought you had a sister. You said you milked her cat. Yeah. So just little things like that, yeah. like, they kind of allude to the original without just, like, Having, to having another uh, cat milking scene. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which I liked. Mm. Oh, yeah. They okay. definitely would have, in a lesser, or, you know, a movie that plays more of just like, yeah, we're just going to do the joke again. Greg would have had to milk a cat. Yeah, exactly. Like, it would have yeah. been put in a Take position. It o- over the top. Yeah. Yeah. It never gets there. Um, yeah, there, there's some good additions. What does this do better than Meet the Parents? I think it... To me, I I do appreciate it tones down like just the bam joke, bam joke, mm. bam joke. It it spaces them out. Um, just the first one was even though I was laughing my ass off the whole time. It's like Fokker getting into this, Fokker getting into that. Like, yeah. oh, what's 
what's he do wrong this time? What's he do wrong this time? Just constant. Yeah. Um, and, and, it, and, and it worked, but I do like a little more, like, I need to slow down a little bit. And I, I enjoyed that. While we're still at positives, being, his last name being Fokker, just, it's funny to me still. It's De Niro's delivery of, like, what'd you do now, fucker? Yeah. It just, it's funny. Like, it works. It's <laughs> yeah, good. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, yeah, you know, maybe the fact that his name's Gaylord, or the fact that, they, the fact that he's a male nurse and that's a source of comedy. Like, not anymore. It's 2019. Also, in 2000, was it that rare to have a male nurse? <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I still think it's a... It's a yeah. dominated by women. It dominated, it really is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think like socially we've come a little ways from 2000, 2004, yeah. where it, it would probably not work now. Yeah, to, to where that'd be like, oh, that's a source of comedy. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, that's a profession a man can have. Yep. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, don't, I mean, but even then though, yeah. I mean, you like ER had been running for 10 years. Yeah. ER had male nurses, mm-hmm. shit tons of them. And that was never like a. That was never like a, a a thing that happened in. Anthony Edwards wasn't cracking jokes. No, no, it's like get a nurse and and, and, and a dude it, shows yeah. up and he does his damn job. Mm-hmm. So, maybe it was dated before. Maybe two thousand was dated as yeah. a joke, but it, I don't know, man. Yeah, it was uh, funny. I still found it funny, even yeah. now. Well, it, and I feel like in two. I mean, really, there's, what, one crack at him being kind of a nurse. The card is the only thing I can really think of. Yeah. But he's, when he's doing the flashcards for the baby, and, and he's like, ah, they just had one gender for the uh, the thing. And I and I think what makes the male nurse thing funny in the, in the original is yeah. the context. Because the sister who is getting married is uh-huh. marrying a doctor. Right. And so it's kind of this, like, comparing him yeah. to these people, you know, that are... You know, yeah, and, and and them seeing it as a sense of like, you know, not being as good. Le- yeah, lesser. You yeah, know, you have a, you know, definitely your your uh, pecking order. Yeah, and, so so I think that is why it works. Yeah, I think if they just went with male nurse from the beginning to go, and and there wasn't that little sub text in there, yeah, it probably wouldn't have worked. Yeah, I don't know. Um, what what did you like about? Meet the Fockers. Uh, I felt like it was getting the getting the parents together was forced. Yeah. Um, the that storyline just didn't work for me. Um, the only joke I found over the top was the fake boob. <laughs> I don't think we needed that. Yeah. There was a lot of I wouldn't call it crass humor, cheap humor in this. Okay. A lot of yeah. Um, I just never find babies funny. They they try to get a lot of humor out of that baby. The the asshole thing though, uh, I thought was just great. Oh, you like yeah? I I liked the asshole thing. I, I liked how they got yeah. that baby to say it. Yeah. Um, the pronunciation of yeah. Oh, uh, that didn't work for me. The one thing with the baby that. Uh, 
laugh out loud I definitely enjoy was when uh, Greg flips him off. <laughs> That's my type of baby humor. <laughs> he just goes up to him. He's just like, I got a hand. He just flips off a baby. I was I, like, That's funny. I enjoyed him holding the baby up for a shield when the toilet got. Oh yeah, with well, yeah the, the he, blue. Uh, just like it's a baby. Protect it. No, you protect yeah. yourself. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the names with the baby just kind of seemed like cheap, like uh, the humping dog. For me, it was just, like, yeah, that's, that's just not, cheap laugh. Yeah, that's, not a fan of dog. Yeah. Um, not a fan of even having Jinxy, Jinxy Cat back. No, they um, left it, leave it at home. Yeah, I, I, I agree, though. Like, the the baby, there was some funny parts, and there were some really bad parts with the baby. Yeah. The ba- that was forced. Yeah. That that was, like, that was like wedged into the movie. I, yeah. I don't think they needed the baby in the movie. I, yeah, I mean, I guess you needed that Robert De Niro's character, his whole... The reason now, you know, because at the end of the first one, Greg is in the circle of trust. They're on good terms, but you need a falling out of some sort. This happens to be Robert De Niro does not feel Ben Stiller's character is fit to raise a, raise a yeah a kid because in this one they're they're expecting a child. Um, but you know, De Niro doesn't even know that till uh, till the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah, he just has his suspicions about it. Uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll wedge it in there too much. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's as strong writing-wise, which is just a shame because the cast is a great cast and like, no one's phoning it in. I mean, If they just had better material, this, this could have been a way better movie. Th- this is... Dustin Hoffman in this movie, this is one of the... This movie has one of my most memorable movie moments of all time. It always has since I've ever I've I've watched it for the first time, uh-huh. and it is when he's laying in down laying down in front of the camper. Oh yes, that is one of my all time like. Ten years from now, it will still be like, hey, give me like your top five greatest movie moments you've. Ever. That will <laughs> always be it. Laid down. What about that scene? And 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 just like, laying there and like. You weren't alive in the 60s, man. This is how we got things done. And I just remember seeing that. I saw this in theater. I laughed so hard. I yeah. thought, and I just, I use that line all the time. Like, I, I think just... I walked out of that. <laughs> in theaters, I saw him flip on the baby off, which I always thought was very funny. I think we left sometime after the, the end of the engagement party. So I didn't get to see it blade in front yeah. of the... So. I mean, that whole sequence. Yeah. Uh, he's going in, like, Capoeira, man, this is hardcore shit. Yeah. Just like Dustin Hoffman, the way he's delivering his lines, and I mean, he is so. I think he is hilarious. In we this don't. Movie. We don't. It's not a category for this show, but if we were naming a movie MVP, it's, it's Dustin Hoffman. Absolutely. This. He's so good. He's so him. good. When uh, Jack De, Ni- De Niro's character is in the shower, and the way he's talking to him, sitting on the toilet, the way he's just like. I'll be done soon. Like <laughs> his face, his body—it's everything is funny. In, in everything it, he's doing—it's remarkable. Yeah, it really shows you the caliber of performer he is. Yeah, and because the material's not great, really. I watch this, I just go, "Yeah, Greg's parents are kind of awful." Yeah, like why am I siding with them? <laughs> but the, and then even Barbara Streisand—I I never. And I don't know if I've actually ever seen anything else with her. Uh, um, I just know, like, people love Barbara Streisand. Right. You know, the, the singer, the actress. I've, 
and I know she's won an Academy Award. Um, I never got the allure of Streisand. Uh, and maybe it's just I wasn't really ever exposed to her. But then when I saw Meet the Fuckers, I was like, she's she's great. Yeah. Maybe when we do the Star is Born remake, we or uh, episode, we'll watch Bar- yeah. Babs in that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know much of... Barbara Streisand is definitely one of those, like, she inherits a space in pop culture where I think everyone knows Barbara Streisand, but I'd say there's probably a good quarter, maybe maybe a third of people who couldn't tell you why she's famous. Yeah. We all know she's some, she's a singer of some sort. I know she does uh, Wind Beneath My Wings. That was a song she sang. That's, I don't really... She was in Yentl. I've never seen Yentl. Uh, that, I don't know why Barbara Streisand is, but... I guarantee everyone, you could pull, you know, a thousand people. Everyone's going to know Barbara Streisand. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know Barbara Streisand. She's a singer, movie star. Absolutely. You say name five movies. Uh, Meet the Fockers. Little Fockers. I assume she's back to that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What does this do worse than Meet the Parents? Is it longer it, it is longer. It's, it's about it, 20 minutes long. It is too long. It's an hour 40 for Meet the Parents. It's a, uh, almost two hours for... Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think it is too it long. It drags. Uh, when, I, when I rewatched Meet the Fuckers, it just had this good pace. I laughed my butt off the whole time. It was done. I'm like, great. This, yeah, this one, I'm, especially the ending, just there's extra stuff that I'm like, yeah, let's cut that out. Hmm. So I'd say, yeah, it's too long uh, for sure. Uh, I already mentioned kind of like just the premise seems kind of forced to me. Yeah. And there's a lot of story, a lot of, a lot of B story in there that just, they, you know, they, they how they shoehorn Little Jack into a lot of the story. Yeah. But the, is it, is it not Ben still, is it Greg's love child? Like, that really doesn't even no. be there. No. Like, th- that's in there, that takes up a good portion of the last half of the movie, and it's not really funny. Other than maybe they, just, they found a kid who look, kind of looks like Ben Stiller. This is before the de-aging technology, so I assume yeah. it's just a kid yeah. that they put eyebrows on to make him look like Ben Stiller. Yeah, right. You think they saw that kid first and then wrote him into the movie? <laughs> he was just a grip or something. Yeah, he's like, you look a lot like... <laughs> All right, we're going to work this out. Yeah, that doesn't need to be there. You could really shorten this movie. Make it tighter. Uh, you know, and he brought up... They kind of slow the jokes out a little bit more, which I, I, I think works, too. You know, it gives you a little more setup for big payoff jokes. But Meet the Parents, a lot tighter. Yeah. Than this, and you know, maybe, maybe you know, suck some stuff in. Yeah. You know? Maybe that. Yeah. Maybe that is that thing. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I needed the the joke overload just so the movie ends faster. Yeah. I don't know. And maybe the joke overload is just something they they cut a lot of unnecessary stuff out. Yeah. Yeah. If you cut out the the nanny and the kid love child thing, keep little Jack in there. But you probably save yourselves ten minutes of movie. Yeah. Comes in at an hour fifty. Now it's only ten minutes longer. Yeah. Yeah, I and mean, did we even? That's the thing. We don't. We we definitely don't need the love child. Yeah. Do we even need the nanny there? You could just yeah, say yeah, he lost his the whole virginity thing. to the nanny. Yeah. Or to the ma- the maid. Exactly. Don't you you don't, we don't need to see the person. It doesn't need to be a storyline. It needs to be an awkward yeah. situation that Greg's parents are getting him into again. Yeah. Yeah. Does, does there doesn't need to be a payoff? It's just oh, their parents don't understand boundaries and are telling inappropriate stories. Yeah. Yeah. And and I know like I know this was just that that time period where we had our, our bro crews. Yes. And it was, you know, we had the, the Owen Stiller bro crew. Yeah. 
We didn't need Luke coming back at the end no. of this. He, he is great in one. He's so funny. The but, volleyball scene yes. is maybe the biggest <laughs> laugh, out, laugh out loud yeah. moments. One of my favorite jokes yeah. from Meet the Parents is when Pam explains, like, oh, Greg's Jewish. And he goes, hey, so is JC. That <laughs> just always made me laugh. It made me laugh again. Hey, you're in good company. Probably <laughs> Jesus Christ, JC, just as funny. What is me. it? It's an altar, Greg. Yeah. Or as your people would call it. Yeah. They're, 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 yeah. Um, that, yeah. Yeah. He's great in the first one. He really works. Uh-huh. Uh, but but yeah, yeah. this is all you could get him into. And, and it's, it doesn't make sense for him to even be there. No, it doesn't make sense. It's just like, yo, let me call Luke, get, yeah. him, down for, get him down here for a couple hours, put him in the movie. Yeah. That's what it was. That's what those guys yeah. do. And that's cool. I get the era, the you know, the bro team era. They had that. You, uh, you know, Clooney and Damon have their crew. We got the Stiller Owens brothers crew, yeah. the Vince Vaughn crew. That's cool. You want to be in each other's movies? Uh, Great. But for the love of love of God, we yeah. don't need to be doing that. Yeah. And if you know, maybe who's there on set day? Have them have them in the audience. Just like quick cut to them. Have them say one joke. And that's it. Yeah. That's a cameo right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, just have him have him. Sitting there on the bride side, crying, yeah, crying, and then turn to whatever, and then just say something funny. Boom, you're done. Yeah, that's all we needed. Yeah, tighten this movie up. Um, so we did get a sequel, 2010, six years later. Little Fockers. Did you see that movie? No, I had no idea it existed yeah, until so, yesterday. Uh, I assume it's about babies. I assume it's about Fockers. Fuck had a kid by now. Yeah. So if this movie follows actual timeline. They got like a little six-year-old. Must have a six-year-old and yeah. maybe another baby on the way. Maybe a baby on the way. A couple kids. Jack's got to get there. Greg falls out of the circle of trust again. Uh, shenanigans. Yeah, I, I'd never seen it either. Yeah, I mean, obviously Stiller's in it. Is De Niro in it? He's yeah. got to be, right? I believe De Niro, yeah. Hmm. Uh, I'm sure Owen Wilson shows up. <laughs> uh, this movie... You're talking about Little Fockers? Yeah. No, no, no I'm sorry. I'm, uh, back to Meet the okay. Fockers. Uh, bigger budget. Obviously, you got to get Hoffman and Streisand. Then I wanted to ask, is Streisand, if you had to ask the majority of people, our peers, who all knew who Barbara Streisand is, and you said, do you know who Barbara Streisand is? They would all say yes. And then you asked them, why do you know who Barbara Streisand is? Would they all say Seinfeld? I... Oh, no, you know what? That wasn't Barbara Streisand. It was, was Bad Midler. Yeah, I'm... In my know, I'm mind, getting that mixed up. Like, you're, I'm, I've seen all the Seinfelds a million times, yeah. and I'm like... No, I you know what I'm thinking of? Bad Midler. I, yeah, the softball game. Yeah. I, yeah, I can't... I was like... I'm I, getting those two mixed right, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I could not put uh, my finger on yeah. one. So, okay, I'm back to... Streisand is just super famous yeah. for doing a lot of stuff that probably our parents' generation really appreciated, but didn't go over to us. Yeah. But we all just know the name. Just know who and know what she looks like. And know and, what she looks everyone like. Everyone yeah. could probably that's Barbara Streisand. That's, yeah. Yeah. She kinda looks like Bette Midler, yeah. Was she it. with Billy Crystal in um uh Princess Bride? Was she the other one? No. That wasn't No, that was uh They had so much makeup on it. Yeah. Uh that was not Barbara Streisand. Okay. It's um another lady. Another funny lady. She also may have sang a win between my women's <laughs> Uh This movie, bigger budget. So, $80 million budget. That's significantly bigger. Yep. Huge hit, though. 
$514 million worldwide. So people people are still into it. Yeah. It makes sense why we got why we got a sequel. They had good timing on it, too. It wasn't right after. They waited a good three, four years. Yeah. It, 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 that, they played it smart. Next year, the, the following year, too soon. Yep. Ten years later, you know, worked for Zombieland. I think we both kind of walked away. I was like, yeah, that was good. Sometimes you can wait too long, though. Yeah. And, I mean. The magic. The, yeah, you yeah. use the magic. I think that, yeah, a nice three to five year window. That's a good window for a sequel. Yeah. Uh, Critically, though. Especially for a comedy. Yeah. Yeah. When they come out the next year, like, that's yeah, yeah, too soon. Too soon. Um, and, you know, because of this stuff, it's like, the writing can't be as strong. You can't turn out a movie that quick. Right. Yeah. Uh, critically, though, it does take quite a hit. Um, you want to guess what the first Meet the Parents got? Uh, Meet the Parents, 73. 84%. Ooh, okay. People like okay. this movie. And you know what? Who's going to hate it? Yeah. 16% of critics. <laughs> uh, this movie comes in, do you take a shot at this one? Uh, 42. 39. 39. 39, yeah. 39. People still spend the money to, to go see it. So we, so we did get a sequel after watching meet the fockers are you interested in watching little fockers i'm not yeah. i'm not at all um would you like to see if a movie came out next year 2019 you go see the new star wars movie but then teaser trailer fockers coming back at you number four are you interested in that i might be intrigued yeah i might be intrigued um now that's gonna be a great teaser. I'm, I'm, in my mind, I'm just picturing kind of Joker. Yeah, with Ben Stiller, it's just gonna say "fuck." It's, it's him dancing on the stairs like the Joker, but then it just says "fuck" <laughs> at the end. I, I, you know, I don't want to see the little fuckers, but yeah. I'm kind of curious to see what happened to Little Jack. Oh yeah, what Six did Little Jack like turn into? Yeah, um, what method works, you know? Right. Uh, yeah, not interested in seeing little fuckers, but I think if. If there were a new Fockers, I might be like, yeah, we'll intrigue. Oh. What about a remake? You're, you're sitting down, Star Wars. You got your butt, butt popcorn. Teaser trailer, Meet the Parents. Meet the parents. Remake, Zac Efron, The Rock. I don't think they could do it. No. It, you know, and it's not like Meet the Parents is such a unique story. That it's you not don't, at all. You don't need to... Re- it's, a, it's a fish out of water story. Yeah. It's, I mean, this is, uh, you know, guess who's coming to dinner? Yeah. You know, this is any... We've seen it a million times. Boyfriend meeting the parents. Yeah. You know, it, we'll see it, it another million It times. works a lot. Sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, you don't need to have meet the parents. Right. It could just be any... Boy, switch the role. It could be, yeah, just any fish out of water, like you said, meeting parents. There's some comedy involved. Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't, don't need the remake. I don't know. What's Ben Stiller up to? We know what De Niro's doing. He's the Irishman. Well, the last thing I can remember Stiller doing was uh, The Wonderful Life of Walter Mitty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's probably... Yeah, I think, me. Was that one he directed? I believe he directed that. That was the last one I remember seeing him in. Surely he's done something since then. That was like five, six years ago. Let's see. Ben Stiller. He is an actor. Um, he did separate from his wife recently. So... Our condolences. Jerry's still with us, I think. That's yeah, good. I think Jerry's still still kicking. Still kicking. Um, not now. I don't want to sign up for your IMDb Pro. 
He is known for Zoolander. Zoolander 2, that's, that's before Walter Mitty. He is an actor. Uh, nothing since 2017. He did a movie called Brad Status. Uh, looks serious. It's an Amazon original movie. Uh, it's considered a comedy drama. And then, so Brad Status. He has a cameo in Don't Think Twice, which is a Netflix original movie. Zoolander 2, which did come out after Secret Life, or the life, Walter Mitty. Yeah, so he hasn't really done anything. Zoolander 2 may have... Made Secret it. Life of Walter Mitty was 2013. Wow. That's crazy to think. I could have yeah. saw that movie. So Zoolander 2 may have killed him. 2016, yeah. And then from there, it's just him popping up at, playing Ben Stiller mm-hmm. and things. Yeah, and then did an Amazon movie. That was the last thing I, I did. I really like Ben Stiller. Yeah. I really do. Most of his movies I really enjoy. Yeah. I even like those Night at the Museum movies. They're for kids, but I really have fun They've watching well. those. Um, yeah. The stuff he's directed, I think, is... Top Notch. Tropic Thunder, I think, is a very funny movie. Tropic that Thunder is excellent. Yeah. Cable Guy is so good. I never saw Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Uh, but Secret Life of Walter Mitty, I really enjoyed that. He walks through pictures and stuff. Um, that's just a whimsical film. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Maybe time yeah. Maybe time for a, for, for a sequel, a reboot. I, you know, or may, you know, maybe he had to reunite with Aniston. Long came Polly. Yeah. Been a while. They had good chemistry. Yeah. They were funny. Maybe he could show up on Apple Plus, which I don't understand what it is. They seem Don't like those shows look fake? Don't I those all look like fake commercials for shows? Right? Yeah, I don't know what's going the on. The Jason that. Momoa one, I was like, what is this? He just showed up to do this, like, 10-second commercial? Yeah, I don't know what's happening there. You didn't get Octavia Spencer, did you? Um, I don't know what's going on with those. Yeah. It's out. It, it, is, it is a service that exists. I don't, I, I don't know how to watch it. I gotta this, save my money for Disney, man. That comes out next week. I gotta save my money for Are you. Are you there like, launch day? Mandalorian, dude. Does that drop November 12th? I, I think Mandalorian is a launch title. Oof. I think. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to pare down. I'm trying to pare down, too. I just, I, I, I just I stopped my HBO. I was like, we'll pick it back up when Big Little Lies comes back. My wife likes that show. So I was like, we'll pick it back up, and then I'll just I'll binge Catch everything up. Yeah. I missed. Yeah. So I'm missing Silicon Valley right now. But, uh, I haven't wa- caught up on the new one yet. Yeah, yeah just trying to, to where I can. I have like five streaming services. Yeah, there's too many. And then you buy your Regal Unlimited. And then I got Regal Unlimited. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I, really, that was what it is. I was like, I got to get out and watch movies. Yeah. So, it's tough. But yeah, maybe Ben's... Maybe we don't get a... Maybe we get a sequel. I, I, I didn't see Little Fockers. Let's say he has a he had a kid, though. That kid has to bring... Uh, their significant other to meet him. Let's face it, Greg Greg's still a weirdo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe his son or daughter is marrying uh, or dating someone who's uh, who's in the CIA. You know, <laughs> full circle. Yeah. Well, I mean, you walked out on it originally. Did it yeah. work for you this time? No, no, no. It's. I mean, 40% of Rotten Tomatoes, I think that's pretty fair. It, this isn't an awful movie. I didn't yeah, I think it's a fair rating. Justin Hoffman is hilarious in it. He, he is the best part of the movie, and there's a lot of him. So there's enough to get me through. I, I, I watched it all, and you know, I was like, yeah, it's fine. 
I did, there was just a lot of like, I just thought the story of the writing was bad, which was a shame because yeah, a lot of funny people. I, I think, I really like it. Yeah. I like Meet the Fockers, but I, I, I get the rating. Yeah. I think it's accurate and it does suffer from a lot of those sequel yeah. things that happen it, to sequels. And what happens with us, I feel a lot, is that we watch these movies back to back. And, you know, and hey, if you're a sequel, you're setting yourself up for that. Yeah. So I'm watching a far superior comedy the night before and then watching this and it's, just saying like, yeah, oh, man, it's just, it's not, it's not as tight. It's, the story's sloppy, like. So true. Yeah. So true. So, for me, it didn't work. Uh, did we need it? I, I don't, I mean, I enjoy it, but I'm going to say no. I don't think we needed it. You know? I think just a meet the parents would have been fun and dandy. Uh, I didn't like it, but I'm saying we did need it. Because Woo! we get, we get Bernie Fokker. Yeah. Who, who's very funny. Uh, you're right. Yeah. Meet, meet the Parents is, if it was just a comedy that existed by itself, like, I think it it still stands as one of the best comedies of that decade. Like, you like, what are your top four? You, know, you throw in your Anchorman, you throw in, um, you know, Wedding Crashers, whatever. But yeah, Meet the Parents should be right there because that yep. movie's, it, movie's hilarious. Um, Bernie should have been in that one. It wouldn't make any sense. But, hey, they shoehorn story into yeah, they the movies. They have no problem doing that. Uh, if you got thoughts on Meet the Parents, uh, you can let us know on Twitter, DBTG, uh, or, uh, Pod you on, know, on Twitter. One more thing, yeah. though. It is kind of... we. There are so many really, like, not good movies that we get excellent characters out of. Yeah. You know, it just happens. Yeah. Well, when you get strong actors, really just yeah. helps. Like, Dustin Hoffman and is, I mean, a great actor. I'm sure Barbara Streisand is also a great actor. Again, I haven't seen Gentle. I'm sure she kills it at that. But yeah, you just got really strong performances. Don't make it work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, their, char- their characters are really solid, but I just wish the rest of it. Maybe, I, I, you know, I haven't looked at anything about Little Fockers. Maybe it's a redemption movie. And it's really good. And you get those really <laughs> strong characters doing very funny stuff. They had six years to write it. I don't know if Jay Roach is back, but, you know, Ben Siller's still there. De Niro's still there. Yeah. Again, I'm just assuming Hoffman and Streisand are there. Hopefully. Owen Wilson's going to show up. He'll pop in. He'll pop into it. Uh, yeah. Why doesn't... Wes Anderson, can he throw Ben Stiller a, a bone? He, he's in that crew. We're, t- we're talking about crews. Yeah. Um, was... I feel like... Has he not? Did he not pop up in like uh, the hotel movie? Like he like, should have, like a little cameo spot. I, I thought maybe he did. Maybe, maybe he did. I didn't see his name. The only thing I think of him was Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, yeah. That's an awesome movie. Yeah, I didn't see him name as a voice character in Isle of Dogs. Huh. That's surprising. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Bad friend that Wes Anderson. <laughs> uh, yeah. Email us, dbtgpodcast.gmail.com. Find us on uh, Facebook, Twitter. You can go back if you want to hear our review of Halloween 2. It's there. Uh, catch up on all our Halloween episodes and all the future episodes. This is Family Month. It's Thanksgiving. It's time to gather around the table. Yep, it's this is a movie. Kids go to bed. You can watch this with your parents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, there's not too much uncomfortable stuff. No, you this this movie is it's. I don't know what Meet the Parents was. I'm pretty Fockers was PG thirteen, I think. Oh, you know what? I should look at because they say asshole a lot. So I was that was part of me. I was wondering like because younger people like PG thirteen. It makes sense that the baby humor because uh, you know. Kid, kids get a kick out of baby, baby, mm-hmm. babies, but if it was an R-rated movie, it's like that doesn't make sense. Well, I'm per- I know I'm pretty sure Meet the Fuckers was PG thirteen. Yeah. I remember it that, is PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, I remember that flashing. A lot of language. Watching it on HBO. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Meet the Parents was though. Uh, let's see. I got it here. Also PG thirteen. Right? Like I, I would be comfortable letting like a eleven yeah. or twelve year old watch both PG thirteen movies. Yeah. I think I don't think they're terribly bad, and the things that are a little more edgy, they probably have no clue about. Ah, Ben Stiller flips off a baby. You got you have eleven year old going around flipping off babies every time he sees them, because because Gaylord Fokker did it. Cause that'd be pretty unfunny. <laughs> ah, so yeah, this is probably you, you can throw this on, throw this on. Well, older kids it's, can watch yeah, this. it's a good family movie. After you're done watching Paranorman, little kids go to bed. Throw on Meet the Parents. Yep. Uh, but we're going to continue, maybe next week, or next episode, we're going to do something a little more even family friendly. We're going to do The Mighty Kong, a musical adaptation of King Kong, which was our first episode we ever did. It was Kong School Island, so, Yeah. uh, we're coming full circle. That's right. Maybe a hundred episodes later. I don't know if that's fact. Let's just say it is, though. Uh, so yeah, get geared up for that. Uh. I don't know how you gear up for that. Um, watch, watch King Kong. Yeah, we've been offered an opportunity to review a movie. Yeah, right? they, they, someone reached Why? out to us and said, "Hey, yeah. will you review this movie?" And yeah, I don't know what to expect out of this at all. Never heard of this I'm, movie. Never I, seen this movie. I'm excited to do it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. It's going to be something completely different for us. I don't think we've done a straight up kids movie. No, this has to be the first. This um, is definitely this is the first cartoon, right? I think it's the first first animated first movie. animated movie yeah. we've done. We haven't touched Toy Story. And, or anything. And, I mean, this is a kids movie. Yeah. Um, this yeah. Is straight up for little children. So we're gonna do it though. We're gonna do it. I said I've been watching kids movies. I watched The Goonies. So I'm gonna and that's that's a high bar. That's where I'm setting the bar for kids movies. Goonies is um, PG thirteen. PG. I believe it. No, really. It, it existed in an era before PG thirteen. Oh, because there is some language in that. Yeah. Movie. So it would be PG thirteen now, right? Oh yeah. Well, I think they would just cut the language, right? Because that's definitely a movie aimed Depends at what children. They're going for. Depends what they're going for. Yeah. I don't know. They may take it on that. Uh, I don't know. They may just take this other level. We're like, we don't care if your kids go. Yeah, I, I feel like that movie's so aimed at like. Because when I saw that movie, I saw the movie when I was like five, so maybe not necessarily my age, but definitely like that late elementary. Like that's who that's aimed at. It's just kids with going on adventures. Um. Yeah, I feel like they would just cut a couple shits out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could yeah. be. But yeah, I was well, I was rewatching. I was like, oh, there's 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 some language in this that <laughs> only these kids aren't picking up on. Uh, yeah, if you have suggestions for movies, you can always uh, reach out to us Twitter uh, through email, Facebook. That's the best places to find us. You see me on the street, just say hey, why haven't you guys done new Ghostbusters? I was like, you haven't asked. We'll do it. We'll do it. You just have to ask. Uh, that'll do it for this week. We'll be back next week with The Mighty Kong. Until then, it's been Don't Be That Guy, Guide to Sequel Remix. Keep a tight circle of trust. The cat can flush?